It's not unusual to find plenty of wine caves and wine cellars in wine country. What is unusual is discovering a sophisticated broadcast facility inside these well-protected and often top-secret chambers. But maybe it really isn't that surprising that America's number one wine broadcast originates from the soul of wine country. And it is our great privilege to do all we can to inspire you. If you drink wine simply because, well, it's a drink, we've got our work cut out. For literally thousands of years, wine has fueled celebrations, ended conflicts, and provided the ultimate connection between one human being and another. It makes food taste better, lifts spirits, sparks our imagination, and beckons us to slow down and love life. If that all sounds good to you, you're in the right place. So sit back, clear your head, put any worries you have on hold, and join us as we go in search of this week's Grape Encounter. But be warned, we speak a much different language than what you typically experience in most wine-centric environments. But you didn't come here because you're ordinary, did you? Good, because your host David Wilson is here to take you far, far away from the beaten path. Here's David. I have absolutely no idea how to introduce my guests today. You know, I was kind of thinking back, I don't think that I have ever, except for one exception, had a husband and wife team on the show. And what's really crazy about this is that they're so diverse in their careers, but yet they fit this show so perfectly. And I think this is going to be a totally wacky show. I really do, because there's so much content here and interesting stuff that goes way beyond the wine stuff. And I'm really excited to introduce Elizabeth Miller and Ken Fuhrer. The reason that they're on the show is because I get a lot of email from y'all, and I appreciate the email. And a lot of the time, I actually do a little background check on you because I find sometimes that just the comments and the way you write and stuff is interesting. There might be more to the email than meets the eye. So I've gone very deep with some of you, and I've talked about some of the emails that I've followed up on on the show. Well, Ken wrote me an email after, I guess it was last week's show. And I was just curious about this guy, so I wrote him back and I asked him more questions. He he talked briefly about taking wines and selling them at a farmer's market in Sonoma County. I love Sonoma County, by the way. I've done so much Sonoma stuff on this show. But anyway, he was talking about going to a farmer's market and I wrote him back and I wanted to ask him a few questions and he wrote me back a much more detailed email and I'm not going to tell you what he said. I'm just going to say hello, Ken. Thank you. Hi, David. Thanks for having us. We're thrilled to be here. You did not expect to be on this show. No, it kind of happened fortuitously. I did respond to just joining your email list for your radio show and podcast. And I was really surprised when the host of the show actually asked me, why did you want to subscribe? And that unfolded into our little story and why we're here today. Yeah, so I got to get into your careers because it's so amazing. Ken, you have worked all your life, adult life, on some of the biggest television programs ever. 
Yeah, in the news world, for sure. Like, I mean, we'll start with 60 Minutes, but can you rattle off just a handful of the shows? Now, your title, would would it be the same title for all of your career, or, or have you evolved and changed? Actually, I do two things. So I'm a director of photography for a lot of the network news magazine programs like 60 Minutes, 2020, 48 Hours. Any show with a number in it apparently likes the hard <laughs> Right. And then... <laughs> And when I'm not doing that, I also work for my own production company, Kenfure Media, where I'll do independent work. But a real majority of my work in the last few years has been with a company called Clarity Media Group, where I'm a communications coach. So in that case, I really spend my time teaching other people how to best perform on camera or if they're being interviewed on a radio show or doing some sort of high stakes presentation. And that has really been very helpful in working in the wine business because selling wine is about communications. And as a communications coach, I can really use the tools that I teach and apply them to the sales. And I think it's been really effective. So going back, you write me this note and I say, this guy, I don't know, something interesting about this guy. And then I find out that he's a big shot in the, <laughs> in the TV and news world. We're going to talk about some of the people that you have filmed. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it goes all the way up to presidents. Multiple, yeah. you know, like Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. I mean, you've been in the White House, right? And filmed there? Yeah, many times. I many feel like times. I've had a, a press pass to the backstage of life, having been in historical moments, meeting some of the world's greatest leaders to death row prisoners, uh, work with some of the legends in broadcasting, celebrities, which is not really my thing I like to chirp too much about, but it's been a pretty incredible life in terms of having been in places and, and met people. But then, you know, recently you reached the pinnacle of your career and you're selling wine at a farmer's market. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it may seem that selling wine at a farmer's market is completely different from either news gathering or communications coaching. But what I've learned, it all really comes down to storytelling in order to engage an audience, whether you're on 60 Minutes or 2020 trying to tell your story or whether I'm at the farmer's market trying to tell you the story of the wine. And I've learned I'm good at two things, and that's absorbing wine and absorbing ways to talk about it from people that are way more experienced than me. But if I can talk to potential customers in a visual storytelling way, I find that I have a very engaged audience and we end up having not only a great time for the few minutes that they're at my booth, but it eventually usually leads to a sale. I think you are so right. And I, you know, I've owned a wine bar for eight years now, and I've been doing this show for 14 years now, and I am sick to death of phony tasting notes. I mean, they have a place to a degree, okay? Right. But there is so much BS, and a lot of really top psalms, like Tim Hanai, are calling out the BS in the tasting notes. I judge some really big wine competitions, and sometimes the stuff I hear just is revolting to me that somebody really thinks that they've nailed something when nobody else around the table is getting what they're getting. But if you talk about how a wine makes you feel, just how it affects you and it impacts you and emotionally connects with you, that's the best way to sell wine. 
But it's true of any product, David. If I don't care if you're selling com some sort of computer software, uh, if you're selling, I don't know, a paper products, if you can relate your product in a more experiential way, rather than talking about your product as a thing, but if you can talk about it as an experience, you're going to get a lot more effective buyback from that audience that you're talking to. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth, we've completely left you out of the conversation. And actually, you're the big kahuna when it comes to selling wine. It's really amazing. You work for Dutton Estate. And they are, I think, are they, are they not the biggest grower in Sonoma County, something like that? They are one of the biggest growers in yeah. Sonoma County. Certainly, they have over a thousand acres of farmed vineyards and 200 acres of organic apple orchards. So in our area, you, you tend not to drive down a street and miss a, a Dutton sign. <laughs> well, right now, you're Very the common. you're the director of consumer sales there, and then you you run the wine club and hospitality as well. And you've got a superstar resume as well. And yeah. I, by the way, am drinking one of your wines that you sent me. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second because this wine just tickles me. I can't even describe it other than the fact that it's perfect. And it's a Syrah. It's really, really good. So we're going to take a quick break because we have to. And then we're going to come back. We got so much to cover. And I'm already going to tell you this, that I'm going to have to take a trip up there. As soon as I get out of this back brace, I'm going to come up there and then we're going to go out and about and record another show. Is that fair? We'd love to do that. We'd love to open I, up a bottle for that. I would love to do that. All right. So we're going to return with Ken Fuhr and Elizabeth Miller. They couldn't be doing kind of more different things, but it's just such an interesting compliment. They're two careers and how many years have you guys been married? Well, we'd like to measure it in bottles of wine counted rather than oh, no. years. <laughs> can, can, are you actually? But, 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 but about 11 years. Or about 600 a, cases. Six, okay. All right. All right. That's great. Okay. We're going to be back with more Grape Encounters and talk about the Dutton wines. We're going to talk about what it's like to be in a room with some of the biggest names in the world and what wine you pair with that experience when we return with Grape Encounters. Many wine enthusiasts describe wine as a kind of time machine that can transport you to the place and time it was created without leaving home. Whether you're sipping a Sangiovese from Italy or a German Riesling, tasting is traveling. That being said, Total Wine & More is like the world's biggest airport. With more than 8,000 wines from every corner of the world in their stores, you can be incredibly adventurous and savor every journey. Plus, you can do all of your shopping online at TotalWine.com and pick up your order at your local Total Wine and more. If you're a frequent Grape Encounters radio listener, you know that our show is all about inclusiveness. For far too long, wine consumers have felt left out, simply because a small minority of, well, let's call them out, wine snobs have dominated the conversation. For 12 years, it's been my mission to give you, the wine enthusiasts that just want to have fun, a front row seat to everything that's cool about wine. And while we have a very intimate thing going on here, I've been thinking that we can take things where no radio or TV program has gone before. And so beginning next week, I'm inviting you and your friends to get together with me for a private online party. This isn't a big streaming free-for-all event. It's you, me, and your guests. You decide what you want to talk about, we'll set a time, then it's party time. 
So email me using the contact form at GrapeEncounters.com. Tell me a little bit about how we can make this fun for you, and I'll respond to as many requests as I can. Just drop me a note at GrapeEncounters.com. You know, gang, some of the most interesting people that I meet are not the guests that I go seek out, but they're you. Those of you who are listening, I feel so delighted that so many people who are in the wine business listen to the show. And I'm especially delighted about the amount of listenership that we get up in Sonoma and Napa because a lot of industry people listen. So I got an email the other day and it was from a guy named Ken Fuhr. And I thought his question was interesting. His comments were interesting. I tracked him down and we started corresponding. And I find out he's this mega photography director who's worked on every major news magazine. He's sat in the White House with presidents. He's interviewed, you know, he's filmed interviews, I should say, with more A-list celebrities than you could possibly imagine and world leaders, you name it. But he's out using the skills that he developed for a period of 30 plus years to sell wine to just regular people. And I think that is so incredibly cool. Now, his wife, Elizabeth Miller, works for Dutton Estate. If you haven't had their wines, they are crazy delicious. Now, Elizabeth, I am sipping your Syrah here. This is Cherry Hill. Is that is that the vineyard? Close Cherry Ridge. Oh, Cherry yeah, Ridge. I wish it was Cherry Hill because then I would sing, I found my thrill <laughs> on Dutton's Cherry Hill. Um, Cherry, Cherry Ridge. This is a perfect Syrah. Absolutely perfect. That's great to hear. I, I do think it's a, a wine that could maybe inspire an entirely new song about it because <laughs> it is that good. That, too, is one of my favorite wines that we produce at Dutton Estate Winery. You know, I, I, I hear people say all the time that they don't like Syrah, but it's because there's a lot of crummy Syrah. Or there's a lot of crummy wine out there, period. And, you know, if you're only going to spend... Six or eight dollars on a bottle of wine. Yes, sometimes you will find something really good. And for the most part, not everybody can taste the nuances in wine. And that's okay because if you love a four dollar bottle of wine, stop right there. Stop. You don't need to be spending, you know, 50, 60, 100 dollars for a bottle of wine. But I do recommend spend a little bit more once in a while, you know, skip something and like your car payment and then <laughs> buy some. Buy some really delicious wine. You know, it'll be a good time and, you, you know, it won't last long, but you'll remember it. Believe me. <laughs> so you are the person who is in charge, Elizabeth, of the direct-to-consumer sales, right? That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm our DTC director currently, but like Ken, I also have had an odd avenue to get to wine. I, my, I have a, uh, a classic tale in the wine industry of school teacher turned wine salesperson. So my life started as a New York City public school teacher, and uh, <laughs> wow. at some point <laughs> that led to consumption of wine and then a pursuit of selling of wine. Yeah. And what I find is I'm still teaching every day at Dutton Estate Winery. The homework is just much more enjoyable, and the students are a little bit more engaged <laughs> than previous. So direct-to-consumer sales has 
really been a roller coaster the past two mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 all you read about in the trades because it has sustained wineries, has it not, during the COVID thing? Absolutely. When you look at the last three years, 19, 20, and 21, it's not comparing apples to oranges. This is apples to oranges to pineapples. These have been three wildly volatile years. But but I can say that a lot of us are feeling really good in the industry right now. When we flash back to March of last year and we started experiencing shutdowns, tasting rooms were closed, restaurants were closed, we all kind of thought we knew how this movie was going to go. We thought it was going to be a sad movie about loss of sales. And fortunately, we were all wrong. Dutton Estate Winery and a number of other wineries across the industry actually saw a lot of growth last year, and we continue to do so. We ended up filling the gaps. The The demand for wine didn't change. I think one big yeah. takeaway, every recession, every bad error in history during a pandemic is that for Americans, wine purchases are not discretionary in your household budget. Right, yeah. <laughs> they just figure out different ways of, of buying it. And we figured out different ways of selling it to them, including at a farmer's market. So how did that happen exactly that your husband ends up schlepping wine to a farmer's market, which isn't necessarily that easy. Well, I think I could take uh, what happened when the pandemic hit. Elizabeth had only been at Dutton Estate Winery for less than a year. Okay. Having left another winery in Napa to come here. And, uh, you know, she was concerned. They closed down all the wineries and like, will I have a job? Nobody knew what to expect at this point. And so we started talking and I said, you know, if you can't get the people into the winery, maybe there's a way to get the winery out to the people. Maybe there's a farmer's market that will allow for alcohol sales. And then Elizabeth did the research. And sure enough, uh, in our own hometown of Santa Rosa, the Santa Rosa Original Certified Farmer's Market, which is at the Luther Burbank Center in Santa Rosa, welcomed us with open arms. And it has been not only, you know, a great experience for me, but it's been um, somewhat important to Elizabeth's DTC uh, program. It has added significant sales and great branding opportunities. A lot of the people that I've met at the farmer's market are now regular customers at the winery. Does she pay you at least minimum wage? (laughs) (laughs) So I always laugh about, this is something I do not do for the money. Some things you do volunteer work sometimes, or you do things because you love to do it. And I always joke to Elizabeth that I actually get more money with my mileage reimbursement on an average shoot that I'm on than I do at the farmer's market. But what I don't always get from my day jobs is the satisfaction and the entertainment and the sense of community that I get working at the farmer's market. And that means a lot more to me than however I'm numerically compensated. That That is not the issue. I would do it for free, to be honest with you. Did you hear that, Elizabeth? He, I did. He, he will do it. He will do, he will do it. For free. <laughs> No, he'll do it. He'll do it for free. Well, uh, Ken, Ken, I've got a wine bar that could use some sales help, so I'll pay your mileage. <laughs> two, that's, that's better than the farmer's market. You know, the, the, thing that, the thing that I think a lot of people don't really realize, they look at a bottle of wine that's 40 or $50, and they go, those guys are just, they're making bank, and they're ripping us off. And you know what? You don't realize how much goes into that bottle and how mm-hmm. thin the margins are for most winemakers. 
And, you know, the vast majority of people who make wine are also losing money. And that's just a fact, especially the the small winemakers. So support them. But anyway, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back with Ken Fuhrer and Elizabeth Miller. So much more to talk about. And uh, we'll try to cover as much as we can. We're only halfway through. So the show is half full. (laughs) I guess this is the way you say it. We'll be back with more Grape Encounters right after this. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking surroundings that make Oregon a must-visit. Taste unrivaled wines. Indulge in lavish culinary creations. Savor the very best of Oregon. Enjoy time with your guests as you bid on exclusive auction items and wine futures, all to transform healthcare through Asante Foundation. Join us for the Oregon Wine Experience. Visit theoregonwineexperience.com to be part of this unique celebration. In Greek mythology, we learn the mysterious connection between walnuts and wine. When Dionysus, the god of wine, fell in love with Princess Caria of Laconia, her sisters tried to prevent the romance, so Dionysus turned them into rocks. He also turned his beloved Caria into a walnut tree. She was, after all, a hard nut to crack. At mmorganics.com in Paso Robles, California, Walnuts and Wine is the ultimate love story. You'll flip over their 100% organic port-style dessert wines and organic heirloom walnut products, including sprouted snacking walnuts in five awesome flavors, irresistible raw organic walnut butter, free trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and for bakers, MM Organics produces 100% gluten-free walnut flour, estate walnut oil, and of course, their crazy delicious raw walnuts. Get all their products online at mmorganics.com. That's mmorganics.com. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking surroundings that make Oregon a must-visit. Taste unrivaled wines. Indulge in lavish culinary creations. Savor the very best of Oregon. Enjoy time with your guests as you bid on exclusive auction items and wine futures. All to transform healthcare through Asante Foundation. Join us this August for the Oregon Wine Experience. Visit theoregonwineexperience.com to be part of this unique celebration. We're back with more Grape Encounters. Hey, please do us an enormous favor and like us on Facebook. It's the very best way to learn about other opportunities that we may not share on the broadcast. Also, join our mailing list on GrapeEncounters.com. Listeners on our contact list receive some exclusive opportunities. Become an insider. Enough said. Here's your wine captain, David Wilson. So I think you all may know, if you've been listening the past four weeks, I guess, or five weeks, I have been moaning and complaining <laughs> because I had this terrible spine surgery because I was in dire pain. Nobody noticed it all those years, and I didn't complain about it. Not one time did I complain about it, but trying to do a show in a, a whatever you call it, they call it a clamshell, so I can't ruin my back. I, they did this major surgery on my spine. Boy, when everything heals, I'm going to be hopping, and one of the first places I'm going to be hopping to is I've got to get up to Sonoma, Sonoma County. Frankly. If I could afford it, <laughs> I would, I'd move there tomorrow. You could have traded beads for a house in Sonoma not that long ago, but those days are over, folks. It's expensive to live up there. So it's a good thing 
that Ken Fuhrer and Elizabeth Miller are gainfully employed and doing well. Thank you very much. They're on today. Gosh, Ken, first of all, you still continue to film and do network stuff, or is that over for you? No, no, I continue to do that. And my media training, communications coaching with Clarity Media Group. When we moved from New York to come here, one of my thoughts was I'd be perfectly situated to do a bunch of winery videos. And that's sort of what my intent was coming out here for Ken Fewer Media to create a portfolio of wine videos for different wineries. And I found out ultimately in the last year at the farmer's market that I'm actually a lot better at selling wine than I was able to sell myself. What? <laughs> so I never really got traction on the wine video business, but I worked my way into the wine business on the other end, I guess. Yeah, but you've done some wine stuff and it's on your website, KenFuhrer.com, F-U-H-R, and it's really good. And Thank you. The Brulium uh, wine video that you saw it won a couple of awards, which we were thrilled to do. And that was sort of a, a work of passion, I suppose. And, you know, I think Kareth Overstreet, who is the winemaker for that brand, is thrilled the way it came out. And I think it really helped her business. She actually That's a beautiful, it's a beautiful stats. piece. But see, you didn't yeah. give me even a, the slightest hint of your career, main career, when you wrote to me. And so I go in search of Ken. And I'm sitting, my mouth drops. I just go, there's Ken. And he's he's filming the biggest stars in the world, the most important political leaders on the planet. But he's writing to me about a farmer's market. <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> anyway, but he was helping out Elizabeth Miller, his wife, who is the direct-to-consumer manager at Dutton Estate. Right. Nice. And and Dutton, by the way, sells a lot of grapes to a lot of really important wineries, right? It absolutely does. And that's primarily what, what it does as well. You know, if you have a Venn diagram with farming on one side and wineries on the other, in the middle is Dutton Estate Winery and Dutton family. This is a multi-generational family that's been farming in Sonoma County for years. I got a lot of brownie points at Dutton in my job when Ken thought of the farmer's market idea at the beginning of the pandemic because they recognized farmer's markets. Yeah. So we're, we're owned by Joe and Tracy Dutton. Joe grew up at his family's farm stand in Santa Rosa selling apples, selling prunes. And then the family's focus shifted to wine. But when I presented this farmer's market idea, it was like coming full circle. It was going back to the original way of selling what this family farms in Sonoma County. So this family is a six-generation family in Sonoma, but I, I, th I guess it would probably – would it be Joe's dad who passed away 20 years ago? That's right. That was Warren Dutton. And Warren wow. is the family member that shifted the family's business and focus from farming everything else – to grapes and vineyards. He purchased an original property in the 1960s and developed that to Chardonnay, and everything grew around that. And we actually still produce a Chardonnay from that original block. It's never been replanted. It's old vine Chardonnay, and we taste it with all of our guests. It's a pretty sentimental bottle for us to share I because of that connection I, to Warren. I imagine, and, and he was a real superstar, and I just wanted to mention and pay homage to him that he passed away at a very young age. Mm -hmm. He was, I think he was 58 years old. And yeah. it, it was a heart attack that he had. It just shocked the industry. But it was about yeah. 20 years ago. I think it was 20 years ago this year. 2001. And 
it brought Joe and his brother Steve to the front of Dutton Ranch. And since then, that's their day job. They've been focused on Dutton Ranch. Let's talk about Chardonnay for a second, okay? You sent me, a, actually, you sent me a couple of Chardonnays. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to the second one yet. Because we had trouble getting the delivery here, and so it came yesterday. So I tasted as many wines as I could, but I saved a few of them because I I just want to enjoy them. But the Chardonnay that I had, I guess it's in a vineyard that is named for five palm trees, right? Okay, here's the funny thing, okay? Palm trees need a male and a female, and there's only one male palm tree there and four female palm trees. That male palm tree... (laughs) I could say a lot of things right now. I'm not going to. (laughs) But he's going coconuts, I'll tell you. (laughs) Anyway, that's the happiest palm tree in the world. And and all of these great Chardonnay grapes growing around it. And that Chardonnay is – that's a perfect Chardonnay. It's perfect. And it's gotten some big time scores. It has. That's the 2016 Dutton Palm Chardonnay. And and a side note, the one that we were previously discussing is waiting for you to be uncorked. So you will be able to taste fruit from Warren Dutton's original block in that second bottle. But back to the 2016 Dutton Palms, it comes from a vineyard that has five palm trees in it. And under those palm trees is the family's house. And growing up in the house, Joe and Tracy were raising three daughters. The whole thing worked out in a really wild manner to have this family of four women and one man underneath these palm trees, surrounded by this amazing Chardonnay. But what's even cooler is that's from our library. So one of our shelter-in-place projects last year was to assess all of this historic wine that we have. This Dutton Estate's been around for 26 years now. We have some great library selections. So we started reviewing it, doing, as we say in the industry, yeah. quality control, you know, that... <laughs> She's, no one hold, complains hold, about wait, that. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's talking about drinking wine and having a good excuse for doing it. Okay, keep going. That's right. Now. <laughs> and we've come up with a lot of creative ways now of using the library. I send a lot of these library wines with Ken to the farmer's market. And then we've crafted these amazing events and experiences around it. We have something coming up in December where we're going to taste barrel samples, current releases, and libraries side by side to see the full cycle of a wine. So we really use this library in a creative way for market customers as well as our customers all around the country. All right. I want to mention a little bit more about libraries in just a second. Got to take a break, though. And we are talking to Elizabeth Miller. She is the direct-to-consumer manager at Dutton Estate. And then Ken Fuhrer, who is a legend. <laughs> what are you talking about? In, in- Sorry, I just, um, <laughs> just choked on something. <laughs> <laughs> he is a legend as a director of photography. And you can't name probably a celebrity that he hasn't been just a couple of feet away from. It's crazy. I'm going to ask you, by the way, your favorites when we come back. So oh. <laughs> you're going to have to think about that. Okay, we're God, we're having so much fun on Grape Encounters. I think that what we're going to do is, in a couple of months, I'm going to go up to Sonoma. We're going to spend the day in the Dutton Library. And I, hopefully I could check out a few books. All right, we'll be back with more <laughs> Grape Encounters right after this. Even though I spend almost every waking hour trying to track down all things wine, it takes nearly superhuman powers to keep up with the folks at Total Wine & More. 
I remember the first time I ever set foot in a Total Wine & More store. My jaw literally dropped to the floor as I tried to comprehend the astonishing wine, spirit, and beer offerings that were suddenly at my fingertips, wonderfully organized for super easy navigation. How do they pull off such an amazing feat? Well, it all comes down to an incomparable team of experts that constantly searches every corner of the world for amazing products priced so you can enjoy them on any occasion. Total Wine doesn't just sell the same old, same old. They're always busy forging relationships with outstanding producers on every continent so that they're able to provide exceptional wines that are exciting and new to you at incredible savings. New discoveries, must-have favorites, and more than 8,000 wine choices that you can even explore from home on your laptop or phone. Explore Total Wine in whatever manner suits you best, in person or if you've come to enjoy that curbside experience, you can order online at TotalWine.com and pick up your wine in the store or just outside if a contactless experience is your preference. And make sure to check for special opportunities that are always plentiful at TotalWine.com. There are always plenty of reasons to get excited about your next Total Wine experience. We like to talk about wine. Words can be very confusing. When you're crazy, people say that you're nuts. But what if you're crazy about nuts? Well, that doesn't mean that you should be sent to the funny farm. It means that you should be sent to the farm of MM Organics, the producers of organic heirloom walnuts and walnut products that are so incomparably unique and delicious, other nuts will be reduced to wallflowers. Whoops, there we go with those crazy meanings of words again. After all, if being a wallflower means disappearing into the background, then why does being a walnut from MM Organics mean standing out from the rest? Confused? Well, you won't be when you discover the glorious deliciousness of walnut halves, baking pieces, fair trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and other scrumptious walnut products from MM Organics. Learn more and order yours at mmorganics.com, where you'll also find our utterly irresistible two-horse Portuguese dessert wine that everyone goes nuts for. Get crazy at mmorganics.com. Savor every drop of summer at Total Wine & More, because we've got a sizzling lineup of pours for the great outdoors, featuring our top 12 wines under $15. Taste your way to a new favorite. Try ready-to-freeze cocktail pops and fun, fizzy hard seltzers. And here's our recipe for a delicious late summer evening. Take smoked ribs, good friends, and just add Cabernet. Let your imagination go grill crazy, from good old-fashioned hot dogs to turkey burgers with all the trimmings. You can't go wrong with fruity and fresh reds. And when it comes to seafood, salmon and tuna swim nicely with Chardonnay. So, no matter if you're grilling, chilling, or both, you're sure to find cool prices on over 8,000 wines, 4,000 spirits, and 2,500 beers in-store or at TotalWine.com.
Back with Grape Encounters Radio. Hey, do you remember some of the shows that I've done where we pair wine with Academy Award nominees? We've done that for years. It's funny because we always do it with Christopher Sawyer, the sommelier to the stars, and he's up in Petaluma, which is in Sonoma County. And now we've got Elizabeth Miller and Ken Fuhrer on. And Ken has filmed basically every important person on the planet except me. And... uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. And then Elizabeth Miller, who is the direct-to-consumer manager, handles the wine club and lots of other things at Dutton Estate. You know what? You can just Google Dutton because they're really an important, important component to the whole Sonoma thing. They just are. They do a lot more than make wines under their own name. A lot of really great wineries have bought their grapes for a long, long time. I could probably name some of them, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to, so I won't. But I, do, but I actually do know six or seven of them. Are you guys having fun yet? We are. <laughs> okay. So, Ken, and, and actually, Elizabeth, you can chime in, too. You have been behind the camera during interviews on shows like 60 Minutes and have somebody like, let's say, Barack Obama in front of you. First of all, are you desensitized to celebrity or do you sometimes get the chills when certain people walk into the room? I am totally desensitized in front of all world leaders and celebrities. And I get myself into the mind frame that they are just normal people that have exceptional jobs. And I try to treat them as I would treat anybody else. And I would hope they would do the same back to me. To that point, some of my most interesting sidebars I've had were with George W. Bush, who as a president, you know, he was okay, was my favorite one. But having a sidebar conversation with him for 10 minutes was an amazing thing to do. And he was such a nice guy and a much more articulate in a conversation than he was when he'd be on camera. Interesting. Uh, So what would you pair with George W. Bush? What wine? It doesn't have to be a Dutton wine. You could just be a varietal. I think I would go with our uh, Dutton hard apple cider for him because I think more (laughs) of a beer guy when I think of George Bush. (laughs) All right. Okay. Sean Penn's been in the news a lot. He's got a film coming out with his daughter. So talk about him. I had this very strange opportunity to be in a movie with him playing the part of a cameraman. It was this movie fair game. He plays this ambassador whose wife was exposed as a CIA agent, uh, this Scooter Libby story. And I had to sort of do this pretend ambush as he's walking out of this house. And he literally went wild on us, started pushing us through the equipment, having no idea that we were actually real camera people using real equipment. Oh, no. he took the mic and he smashed it into the sidewalk. And it was pouring rain and we were in between takes. And, you know, he has this reputation for being pretty nasty with the paparazzi. And so I decided to talk about that with him. I said, well, I can see you've had a lot of experience with the paparazzi and the way you deal with them. But Sean, I just want to let you know, we're actually real camera crews and we were really shooting you for the film and I explained the whole thing to him and we had a great laugh about it. He had a great sense of humor. He goes, I knew you weren't real paparazzis because I would have been running you over with my car rather than just throwing your equipment into the streets. So what do we pair with Sean Penn? Oh, I think Pinot Noir. I mean, Pinot Noir is fickle and temperamental, oh, but yeah, also quite point. elegant. I think that would probably make him happy. Excellent. <laughs> so was there one celebrity, just one that really was a standout, one or two? I would think, you know, in terms of my career, having grown up in New York, and I listened to Howard Stern since I was in college or even before, maybe in high school, and we shot a profile for him for 60 Minutes, and he still talks about it on the radio to this day because it was such a pivotal moment in his career as well. And that was a thrill for me because there was a celebrity that 
I felt like I knew who I had never met before. So I really enjoyed doing that profile Interesting. Uh, with him. Interesting. What do we pair with Howard Stern? Oh, man. He's a lightweight of a drinker. I, I just make him a white wine spritzer, I think. <laughs> See, I look at him and he's such an edgy guy. He's tested the limits of media for a long, long, long time. I know. He's petite for dough. Oh. <laughs> See, yeah, see, I'm, compl- I'm completely on the other side of the spectrum. It's dark, too. It's and dark, Eastern. and it can sometimes be in very bad taste. Yes. <laughs> Great analogy. So, I think you hit that one on the head. Empty for dough. <laughs> A couple more questions. Elizabeth, the direct-to-consumer sales have saved a lot of wineries because people were buying wine directly from the wineries. Is that hanging in there now that COVID is subsiding? It is more than ever. What we found was when we were able to reopen last summer after the first closure Mm -hmm. of our tasting rooms, there was pent-up demand. We might not have seen international tourists or people on airplanes, but at least from the regional area, people were coming to wine country. And that has really maintained itself. Wine tourism has been a really great option, a way for people to have fun safely during this whole year and continues to be so. At Dutton, we have this beautiful outdoor garden surrounded by 20 acres of Chardonnay. And it's just a really nice experience. So we've seen a real healthy return and maintenance of tourism. And again, purchasing has matched that. The interest in wine never seems to go away. No, it doesn't. So I'm just going to simply say this to listeners. First of all, if you're going to take a wine trip, of course, I need you to go up to the Oregon Wine Experience and you can find that on our website. That's really important to support those winemakers. But one of my absolute favorite places in America to go is Sonoma. It's so laid back there. The food scene is incredible, but you know, it's casual. There are great wineries there. It's kickback, you know, it's not pretentious. And that's what I like about Sonoma. And when you're in Sonoma, you're not only going to go to Dutton, you're going to go to the farmer's market in Santa Rosa. And there's going to be a guy pouring wine there. <laughs> he'll, he'll have glasses on. He's an unassuming guy. You're just going to think he's somebody's uncle, and he probably is. But he's Ken. And n- no matter what you ask him or say to him, he's going to be unimpressed with celebrity all the same. <laughs> So don't expect him to wow you with stories of being in the same room with Bill Clinton. By the way, I had breakfast with Bill Clinton, and I loved him. He What a great, fun guy he was. He is exactly who you'd expect him to be. He is a fun person to chat with. He's a very nice guy, and I, I really enjoyed him, and I didn't enjoy him as a president, but what the heck. Anyways, thank you guys so much for being on. Thank you so much for having us. We had a great time with you. I don't know how we're going to come up with a theme for this show, because it's, it was definitely all over the board, but I am going to to come up and see you. We are going to do something more. That's going to do it for Grape Encounters today. Thank you so much for being with me. We'll see you next week. This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine and More. When Total Wine and More challenged themselves to keep more than 8,000 wines on hand, they pioneered a consumer experience that 99.999% of the population would have thought was impossible. It was an undertaking that I still can't totally get my arms around today. But I've spent many hours of my personal time being that adult kid in a candy store, using my mouse to learn about their extremely affordable top 20 wines of the year, or learning eye-opening details about the iconic winemakers behind Total Wine's Legends of Wine collection. TotalWine.com is an online resource so rich with content, it's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. 
Just make sure you're back here with me at this same time next week for another Grape Encounter. Grape Encounter.